on Triple M Mining HQ. Good morning, WA, and welcome to Mining HQ, your go-to show for everything happening in the mining industry. I'm Pablo Miller. Coming up this morning, Chris Lamezia. He's going to be sitting down with the CEO of AMEC, Warren Pierce. Now, Warren's going to update us on the 2022 AMEC Awards. There's a few new categories. Uh, plus, we'll speak about the big news around the mining industry on a couple of key issues. Over to you, Chris. Good morning. Hello, Pablo. Hope you're having a good morning on the phone. We have the CEO from AMEC, Warren Pierce. Good morning, Warren. How are you going? Well, good, Chris. Always good to talk to you. Now, there's a um, headline here called Harden Up Princess. We've heard that for many, many years. The culture that's hurting our industry. Come mid-September, you have an afternoon tea. Can you give us the nuts and bolts on that? Yeah, no, we've been running an afternoon two series um, uh, for the last uh, the last, this year, um, and largely focusing on um, issues facing women in our industry. And this is really about addressing some of those issues that we're seeing in our um, industry around sexual harassment, sexual assault um, directed towards women, but also a bullying culture and a and a and a and a culture towards men that's making it difficult to deal with mental health issues, um, is probably contributing to uh, a higher degree of suicide uh, from people in our industry. So it's really about sort of saying, let's be honest, we've, we've all taken a bit of pride in this being a rough and tough industry, um, you know, goes about its business and, and, you know, takes it on the chin. And if we're honest, that approach to it has largely helped um, entrench some attitudes in our industry that's making it very difficult um, for us to um, develop a much stronger and more positive culture that's supportive of women in our industry, that's supportive of men in our industry, uh, that makes sure we're looking after our people. Uh, and so what we're trying to do is call out that uh, that behaviour and talk about how ways in which, uh, as an industry, we can we can address that uh, and try and um, uh, try and move forward. And you have keynote speakers coming along. Yeah, that's right. So we've got um, Professor Donna Chung from uh, Curtin University uh, and uh, a couple of um, uh, fantastic speakers, uh, Courtney uh, Parker and Leon Rury uh, from Lifeline WA. Um, and, uh, and, and they'll be on the panel uh, and taking questions from our, from, our, from our attendees. Well, this next one, they're not too far away. Nominations for the 2022 AMEC Awards. Uh, they're open until what, the end of September? End of September. Um, so, um, you know, really excited about that. It's always a great opportunity for us to help showcase some of the um, uh, excellent uh, work that our members do. Um, so, as usual, there'll be our um, our, our very prestigious Prospector Award um, for uh, the most um, significant uh, mineral discovery, uh, and there's a range of awards: our Community Development Award, um, our uh, Environment Award, and of course our Media Award for people um, covering our industry. But we're also adding two new categories: uh, a award for for um, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islanders uh, that uh, looks at companies um, putting forward um, progressive approaches to um, uh, bringing greater um, levels of Indigenous employment uh, uh, into, the, into our industry and indeed working to those communities uh, and also a diversity inclusion award focusing on companies um, taking positive approaches uh, to bring greater diversity inclusion into their uh, their organisations. Two things we think are particularly important uh, and we know our companies are trying very hard to, to do well. So Warren, if people go to the AMEC website, can they attend eventually? Oh, absolutely. Um, so it's an open open awards night. It'll uh, be held in the first week of December. Um, people can uh, check out some information on our website to learn more about it. It's a fun night. It's just a great way to um, for us to sort of um, finish up the year um, and, and, and really um, 
you know, provide that recognition back to our members in our industry for the incredible work they do. Warren, we'll go back, then we'll go forward. I want to get your opinion on the last uh, quarter of 2022. Before we do, though, Diggers and Dealers, I hear it was an amazing, successful event again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Diggers and Dealers is an incredibly professionally run event. Um, huge crowd, I think just under 3,000 people there. Um, so turning turning potential delegates away towards the end. Um, it was a really upbeat environment. Um, a lot of optimism about the uh, um, about the prevailing um, prevailing winds in terms of the next six to 12 months. Uh, and um, and what, what was really noticeable that um, there were a lot of people there um, looking to looking to do things over the next six to 12 months, whether that's advanced respiration programs, um, move their projects towards development, complete feasibility studies, a lot of uh, investors and funds there um, looking to see um, where there are opportunities for them. Uh, and, and overall, it just, just walked away with a very positive feel about where our industry is at and what the uh, what the next 12 months are. And given the, you know, some of the, 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 uh, the concerning global global headwinds um, around a range of issues, you might have might have thought that um, that kind of sentiment um, mightn't be so strong, but no, absolutely was. Um, so very walked away feeling very positive about the industry. And it's great that COVID has settled down to some degree too. Well, that's right. I mean, it's still having some impacts across the industry. I mean, in truth, um, seeing a lot of production companies being hampered by absenteeism and uh, and uh, um, and isolations on site. Um, there's been a bit of a rise in that the last couple of months, um, but it's been been manageable. Um, it's caused some problems, but but nothing that that our industry couldn't handle. And in truth, um, although we're not quite back to normal operations, we're still. Um, put, we're still working to a range of restrictions and a range of measures. Um, broadly speaking, we're pretty comfortable that we're able to manage that um, and keep the health and safety of our employees um, uh, um, managed well. Uh, and operations operations continue. So obviously with border restrictions gone, it's a bit more mobility, um, and that's been helpful as well. And I know I'm putting you on the spot here. We didn't plan for this question, but um, skill shortage, uh, talk, talking about many thousands of immigrants coming into Australia. Can you see that um, working next year or what would your time frame be there? Um, well, sooner than that, we hope. Um, so the Prime Minister's um, Jobs and Skills Summit, which must be now about four weeks away, um, becomes a really important opportunity for um, industry, for businesses, for um, unions, for um, employers and employees, as well as governments from around Australia to get together and actually talk about what we can do to address these sort of major skills and, 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 and labour shortage issues. And in truth, and not just in the mining industry, we've certainly got um, a, a significant need to be able to bring in skills and bring in people. Um, but it seems to be across all industries uh, and across all parts of the country are at sort of, you know, unemployment levels of, of, of 4% and under, um, which means there's very little available um, labour uh, in the Australian economy. And the only real, um, the real um, uh, relief for that pressure is to try and um, bring in skilled migrants. Um, so we'll be certainly pushing um, to see that uh, job summit um, really open up that opportunity, at least for the next 12 or 18 months, uh, to enable us to be able to bring in the employees and the people that we need to help um, unlock some of those pressures, but also to give us the, the, the people we need, uh, the skills that we need to actually begin uh, or to continue developing new projects and growing our industry. And I think um, that's being called for around, uh, around the country and really hopeful that um, there'll be some good outcomes coming out of that summit and that we can get them pushed into uh, federal government policy at a, um, at a at a national level to enable that migration and then at a state level to, to make sure we're focusing and doing all we can to get the people we need. Warren, as always, thank you for your time on Mining HQ. It's appreciated. Uh, always a pleasure, Chris.
the very latest mining news in WA, stream the Mining HQ podcast. Available now on the Listener app, L-I-S-T-N-R.